Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Croft, Director of the Center, and I'm here with my colleague, Priscilla Weigel. Hi, Priscilla. Hi, Cindy. Great to be here. And we are so excited. Today we are um, talking to some very wonderful and interesting people who are going to, in a minute, tell you a little bit about their program. But we're with Maria Asp, who is that Neighborhood Bridges Program Director. Hello. And her colleague, Laura Manhill, who is the Early Bridges Manager. And we thought it'd be really interesting just to have them share about their program and how it impacts children and how it might relate to um, our listeners and what they do in their work with children. So we're going to just open it up. And Priscilla, I think you're going to start with the first question. Yeah, so this is part of the Children's Theater Company. And you're housed here mm-hmm. at this site. And so tell us kind of the beginnings of how it came to be. So the Neighborhood Bridges program was founded by our artistic director, Peter Brocious, and Professor Jack Zipes. And the Neighborhood Bridges program is a school-age program that's a critical literacy program that uses storytelling, theater, and creative writing to help young people become the storytellers of their own lives. A about eight years ago, we got the opportunity through a Bush grant to develop the Early Bridges program. And part of Peter's vision for the theater here was also to start doing plays specially designed for early learners. So as the production side was launching, we started launching the Early Bridges program. So keeping that same philosophy of helping our early learners become their own storytellers, what does that look like for our young folks? Mm -hmm. And that was the birth of the Early Bridges program. Thank you, Maria. And now we've gotten to the point where we are actually in schools um, really across the metro area as well as daycare and preschool centers. Um, right now, we have a really exciting partnership with St. Paul Public Schools. We're in seven full-day pre-Ks, nice. um, which is wonderful, and um, they are part of another grant um, that we've received, the Brady Grant, and it's two years of research, which is allowing us to have a control group as well as an intervention group, and so we are able to really see what is the impact of this program, um, so that's exciting, and what the children are actually doing in the program is Every week for 19 sessions, um, the teacher and a teaching artist are partnered, and the teaching artist comes to the classroom, and they're actually coming in and doing interactive storytelling. And what does that look like? Well, um, the teaching artist brings in these really amazing puppets um, that we've actually created with our teaching artists by hand, Um, these handcrafted puppets. They're a lot of fun, and then they are telling a story. So it's all oral storytelling. So it's and it, it's very engaging, and there's a lot of questioning. Mm-hmm. So it gives students a chance to respond in different ways. Sometimes it might be, let's make the face of the, you know, of the character or how they might feel in a moment. And sometimes they're asking the students to kind of make a noise to add on to the story. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how the the program starts. Um, and then that, through that storytelling, then we move into like a, some small group play. Um, and in that 
sense, the students will have a chance now to create a puppet or um, to create something that's going to help build their language skills. And then they're working in small groups. Um, they'll might create a puppet, and then there's a chance for them to play with that puppet. So we told a story about Petronella going up to save her prince, and then they make their own adventure puppet, and okay. they come up with their own ideas, and they have a chance to interact with each other and um, to use their puppets. And we've really noticed that once the student has a puppet in their hand, the language really comes out in a different wow. way. Wow, that yep. is so cool. Yeah. Tell us, a, you said it's a research project. Mm -hmm. what, are, what are you collecting information about? So we're working with SEED um, at the University of Minnesota with Amy Sussman-Stillman, and we're actually we're actually collecting the student stories, yes, and, and we've got some great preliminary results. Yep. So the other part of the yep. program, and the... Depending on what the story is, it plays out over a different number of weeks. Some um, are just contained in one session, and some last for five sessions. And but the the other component yeah, the is student is story, student acting, which um, the student stories are dictated, and then we actually act out their story. Mm. And you know. One word stories work too, so yeah. they actually see their words being honored in the same way as the the puppet stories. And, and that's where the collaborative piece comes in too, because the teacher is actually the one generally collecting the stories. Um, okay. So that we we do a training with all of our teachers, a big kickoff, and we train all the teachers, and they get to meet their teaching artists. So they're actually. Um, we have kind of a protocol of how do you collect a story from a student and so they're collecting stories throughout this whole process it's a great time for the teacher to have you know one-on-one -on -one time with their students yeah. and then for the every time the teaching artist comes they read you know two or three of the stories and then the students get to act them out it's very it's probably one of the most magical parts of the program when the teaching oh, artist yeah. reads the story the beam on those kids' oh, faces. Because yeah, when, you're, when you're listening your to someone's yep. story, you're yeah. saying you're a person with good ideas. Yep. Yeah. And it really matters. And all the kids are listening to your story. And so I think it's important that we're pairing, here's a story that someone else mm -hmm. wrote, and let's do the storytelling. And now we're going to tell your story, and it's just as important. And I think that's the so, key. Yeah, so you listening know? to their peers exactly. and having that respectfulness of, yep. I'm going to silently yep. listen because mine's coming next. Mm -hmm. exactly. oh, yeah, and, and then it's just, it's really a fun way for the teachers to see the kids in a different light, for their peers mm -hmm. to see each other, and mm -hmm. and then the kids, I see them as the year goes along, you start to see the stories start to get longer because it's like, well, then they, oh, I want them to act out. I want to see, you know, magical jumping frogs, yeah. you know. And so they start to come up with more creative ideas, which is also extending their language and their development because they're kind of being more creative yeah. and so it's super benefits. exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what have you seen children who are reluctant to share a story and then what's the procedure mm -hmm. there? Well, I mean, there, there is still the invitation mm -hmm. and there, they will, because we're there 19 weeks, that's mm -hmm. the benefit. Mm -hmm. We, they will eventually share a story, mm -hmm. even if it's like, the, the story of Lake. Lake. Yeah. And then, That's a real story. <laughs> uh, and then this beautiful young man just walked into the middle of the acting circle 
and he made a shape that meant lake to him, and then he sat down and everyone clapped. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And that was what he could do. And that's, exactly. That's yeah. where he was at. Yeah. Another one of my favorites is turkey, turkey, turkey. I mean, <laughs> I've seen very, you know, interesting renditions of that. So, you know, you start, or there was a, a, a student at one of our schools. Um, every time he acted, there had to be a shark, you know, right. and he was really into sharks, and it didn't matter what story it was, or if he was in someone else's story, well, can there be a shark? You know, <laughs> so, you know, you start to see those things, and yeah, everyone has different ways of, you know, interacting, and even if they're just being a tree, or, mm-hmm. you know, they're not ready to say um, words out loud, they can use their facial expressions, their yeah. body, to express themselves. And there, we use a democratic right. casting, so we go around the circle, so they get, they get to build in all those skills of knowing that they will get a turn, right. and they're going to wait for their turn. Right. And, you know, once we do it three yeah. times, they get what it is. Sure. And then we post the stage rules, like actors right. can be anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they can they yeah. can refuse. They, right. they can say no. Because mm-hmm. that's huge, that willingness yes. to even stand up. Yes. Very empowering. Yep. And I've heard, too, from, other, from another teaching artist, um, he mentioned um, that he had a student that never refused to share, but then he was told towards the end of the sessions, his, his 19 sessions, uh, one of the that student's family actually shared with the teacher that the student would come home and tell stories mm. and was actually producing more language at home. So we may not see the results of, you know, kind of there's a lot of receptive language happening here or, you know, we're building skills that just might come out at a different point in time. Right. It'd be fascinating <laughs> to be able to follow for 10 years. Oh, right. I know. You know like I what, know. What, what did that person do in terms right. of literacy right. yep. and engagement and, right. and um, you know, school, yep. you know, achievement and yep. just relationship. All of it. I mean, larger even than academics, but it's fascinating. Yep. Well, and one thing, too, that I think is so critical is the predictability. You, the, what you were saying of the posted rules and the expectations. Mm-hmm. So the children know when the teaching artist comes, this is how it looks, mm-hmm. this is how it's going to play out. So mm-hmm. there's, you take away the anxiousness, yeah. and it makes it comfortable and something yeah. they look forward to. And I actually, you do start to see more risk-taking mm-hmm. because it's become a safe environment, you know, as the year progresses. Um, and I also forgot to mention, you know, we always start with, like, a mindfulness activity or something to kind of center the group like breathing exercises there's a lot of great like um, techniques that we also practice with our teaching artists um, just to kind of you know, breathing in or, but in a fun way, yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. so use a singing bowl, yeah, um, just to kind of get everybody centered and now we're going to start this, you know, this new activity, um, so kind of opening and closing with that and as well as introducing some vocabulary mm-hmm. um, and we always do a photo, we at least try to do at least three vocabulary words and we have a photograph and uh, along with the word and then the teaching artist will introduce it in a way that encourages the students to use their body as well. Well, um, so if I'm introducing the word brave, you know, then we might make a brave pose so that they can comprehend the story. So if they're developing language, you know, mm-hmm. and they're hearing this word repeated throughout the, the day, you know, they have some kind of a touch point. And, so. and we're always encouraging multiplicity. Yes. So what else can brave look like? Oh, exactly. And, and yeah. when everybody makes their brave mm-hmm. pose, like, oh, look at all the different yeah, kinds of brave exactly. we have here. I yeah. love it. Yeah. This is so interesting. So this was sort of our part one mm-hmm. for the listeners who will who will be interested to know that in part two, we're going to see how we can sort of draw your, from your experience um, 
applications to childcare, so they don't have a teaching artist right. they can access. But how do they use, right. you know, stories to help mm-hmm. encourage social emotional mm-hmm. skill development? Um, but here's an opportunity if you want to do a little um, sales pitch or just <laughs> promote anything as we close. Is there anything sure. you want to tell the listeners about? Um, well, the Early Bridges work? program um, is actually very flexible, and um, we do not only um, the program where you have a teaching artist come to your room and we can do you know from three sessions to 26 sessions we're doing at a center this year you know um so we do it's really adapted to what your needs are um we also do professional development so our professional development it is develop um and parent aware certified and so people can look us up we have four um really specific early learner trainings that we can come out to your center or your school and do with your teachers. Um, who do they contact? And they'll want to contact me. Okay. <laughs> uh, my name is Laura Manhill, um, and you can contact me um, um, through L-M-A-N-N-H-I-L-L at childrenstheater.org, and that's theater with an R-E. So, And you can also go on our, our website, the Children's Theater website, and look for Laura Manhill, Early Bridges. And one other part of the program is that all of the kids that we work with also come here to see a play. And right now, the sweetest play ever. It's amazing. It actually made me cry. It's so I brought my daughter twice. Lovely. (laughs) So they also get that field trip experience. And that's 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 for a lot of kids, this is their first theater experience. And it's it's wonderful. So. Well, thank oh, you so this much. Has been great. Um, I, I, I do want to tell our listeners your work is specific to Minnesota, correct? Or will you go other well, places? Well, we have um, the Neighborhood Bridges program has been disseminated, and we have several sites, um, not only in the United States, but also in Jamaica yeah. wow. and South America. Yeah. Um, we haven't done an early Bridges training out of state yes. yet. Yet, Maria. But who <laughs> knows? Good. Yeah. Well, we'll see what the listeners, if there will be somebody <laughs> who contacts you based on this. Well, fingers crossed on that. Right. Thank you both so much. And Priscilla, thank you. Oh, looking forward to part two. That's all for now. See you next time.